Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. You can learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com. Now, here's Pastor Michael's new series called Medicine for the Soul. Today, Pastor Michael begins in Psalm 1 with a teaching called How Blessed. The book of Psalms is about an attitude of worship, the soul reaching out to God. I would say, if you want to put it this way, the Psalms are medicine for the soul because they point us to the great physician or the great doctor of our souls. His name is Jesus. I've told people, a psalm a day will keep anxiety away. A psalm a day will keep sin away. It will help you. And since there's 150 psalms and 365 days in a year, If you ever wonder, well, what should I read today? Sometimes I will just pick the psalm that matches the day of the month. So it might be August the 4th or the 5th, and I'll just turn to Psalm 5. And I often turn to the psalm and the proverb of the day. And I'm spending a lot of time in a lot of different books, but sometimes that's just a way for me to get a quick time of personal devotion and meditation on God's Word. And so I'll just let that psalm speak to me about, you know, what God would say to me for that day. The Psalms are filled with Hebrew poetry, uh, wisdom literature, and prophets. They're filled with parallelism, synonyms, or synonymous language, antithetical, intensifying, and clarifying. They have, some of them, chiastic structure. Some of them are acrostics. And let me just give you some information about the authors. There are 50 psalms that are anonymous. We do not know who the author of the psalms are. Sometimes when you hear about the psalms, you think David wrote all of them. He did not. He wrote 73 of the psalms. About half of the psalms are attributed to David. So he's not the only author of the book of Psalms. You say, well, who are some of the other authors? Well, Solomon, uh, two of them uh, attributed to Solomon or written to Solomon. Moses gets credit for Psalm 90 and maybe even Psalm 91. Uh, Several psalms are penned by Asaph, several by the sons of Korah, uh, other psalms by one named Jeduthun. Another is, uh, this is Psalm 89, is for Ethan the Ezraite, and Psalm 88 by Haman, H-E-M-A-N, the Ezraite. So just a summary, this is from G. Campbell Morgan. The individual psalms are natural expressions by many authors at various times under differing circumstances of the consciousness of God in their given situation. And so they span perhaps a period of around 500 years, and they were collected. Uh, We don't know who the collector of all the psalms were, but ultimately packaged, if you will, into 150 different psalms. Some of them are very short, just a few verses. Six we read tonight. Some of them are very long. In fact, the longest chapter in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has well over 150 verses. How many of you have tackled Psalm 119 before? Just raise up your hand. It's all about the power of the Word of God. It's all about the power of the law of God. There are different types of psalms. There are messianic psalms, prophetic, about Jesus. There are penitential psalms. There are imprecatory psalms. Penitential means repentant. 
Imprecatory means, Lord, break their teeth. Have you ever read a psalm like that? You're like, okay, Lord, I need some medicine from the soul. Medicine for the soul. Okay, Lord, break their teeth. Let them eat gravel today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm ready to get on with my day. That's an imprecatory psalm. There are historical psalms. An example is Psalm 78, recounting the history of Israel, the redemption that God did, how he worked, how he brought the manna, how they ate the bread of angels, how he guided them in the desert. Uh, so historical rec recollections, there are psalms of degrees, like Psalms 120 through 134. There are Hallel psalms, Psalm one th Psalms 113 one through 118, that were sung during the feasts of Israel, especially Passover. And then there are uh, psalms that have concluding notes and uh, types of songs. I could go on and on, but there's different uh, types like mizmors, uh, maskils, uh, mictums, and there are even musical notations. Like, for example, you're very familiar with the term selah. That term, as you see it in a song or a psalm, whenever it's off to the right, what it's saying to you is that there's a pause in the music. Remember, the psalms were songs, so selah is a pause, but it's also a call for the reader to ponder the words of the psalm. So whenever you say, see, see selah and you read it, it would be a good time for you to pause and ponder. That's all you got to really think about. Let me pause and ponder. What did I just read? Have you ever been in a passage of Scripture and it's like you're reading it, but you're not really retaining it? This is an encouragement to do some selah. Just pause for a minute. Let it sink down. Let it become medicine for your soul. There's a division of five uh, what's called books of the Psalms. Let me give them to you quickly. I'm moving rapidly, but uh, you can go back and revisit this, and I'd be happy to pass my notes along. Book one in the Psalms is chapters 1 through 41, mostly penned by David. There, that's sometimes termed Davidic. David is the author. Psalms 42 through 72 are again mostly from David. And the, uh, those who have done studies of the division of the book like to emphasize how many times Yahweh is used and how many times Elohim is, is used. For example, in Psalms 42 through 72, mostly penned by David, the word Yahweh for God is used 30 times and Elohim 164 times. Details you may not care about, but some of you do. Book 3, Psalms 73 through 89, are mostly penned by Asaph. They're called Asaphian. Yahweh is used 44 times there and Elohim 43 times. Psalms 90 through 106 are mostly anonymous. We don't know the author. We do know that Psalm 90 was written by Moses, but most of the other Psalms we don't know. And then Book 5, Psalms 107 through 150 are from David and then other anonymous authors. And each of these books comes to a conclusion with some, something that we might consider a benediction or a, an ending that is unique to each section, each division. So the first division is Psalms 1 through 41. Turn all the way to Psalm 41. Let me just show you how this works. So this is considered the first book. You say, what do you mean, Pastor, book? Well, this is how um, they're sectioned off. And not everybody agrees that this is the way it should be, but you'll kind of see the idea. So at the end of Psalm 41, and it's the ending of each of these psalms, look at verse 13 and you'll see, Blessed be the Lord, 
the God of Israel, 41.13, from everlasting to everlasting, and all God's people said, Amen and Amen. Now, whenever you say Amen, you're saying, that's right. Let it be so. I agree. Amen. That's what you're saying. So only say the Amen if you agree. We were doing a slow pitch uh, softball uh, game with another church, and we always pray after the good competition. And we were in a circle, and we were holding hands with guys from another church. And one of the guys prayed for the New York Yankees in our circle. And somebody else said out loud, I will not say the amen to praying for the New York Yankees. I am not in agreement. So anyway, make sure you agree if you're going to say the amen. Now the second book, Psalms 42 through 72, mostly from David, go all the way to Psalm 72. Let me show you again how you can see some conclusions, call them closing prayers, and sometimes called benediction or prayers to bless God and ask for his blessing. So here's Psalm 72. Just look at the very end. We'll go back to verse 18. Blessed be the Lord God, 72, 18, the God of Israel who alone works wonders. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. What's your Bible say? Amen and amen. And then note in 20, the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. And so that's why some people say, ah, okay, here you have a portion of the book of Psalms that seems to end with some of the authorship of David here, although it's not ironclad because um, there's, there's some question, for example, in book five, some of it is credited to David. So let's move on. Psalms 73 through 89 are book three, mostly written by Asaph. Let's go to Psalm 89. And we'll get once again an ending, 89.52. So a pretty long psalm here. Note how it ends. It says, Blessed be the Lord, Psalm 89.52, forever. And once again, we get what? Amen and amen. Book four, Psalms 90 through 106, go all the way to Psalms, Psalm 106, is anonymous. Authors we don't really know. But let's take a look at once again how it ends, Psalm 106. We're going to move all the way to verses 47 and 48. Kind of a cry to God, benediction, save us. 47, O Lord our God. Psalm 106, 47. Gather us from among the nations to give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. Whenever you see Lord all capped there, see that L-O-R-D there? That's Yahweh. That's the Tetragrammaton. It's the four letters. So whenever you see Lord capitalized, it's actually Y-H-V-H or Y-H-W-H. This is where we get the idea of Yahweh or Yahweh. We don't know exactly what the vowels would be because we only have the consonants. But whenever you see Lord with a capital L-O-R-D, it's going to be Adon or Adonai. That's the word for Lord. But whenever it's all capped, it's Yahweh. So you're reading your Bible? See, Lord in all caps, you know that's the divine name right there. It's, that's the name of the Lord. It's all capped because we know for sure that's God's name. Sometimes Lord is used of humans. So it might not be the Lord. Everybody with me? But Lord all capped is the divine name. So you know that's the Lord or God himself. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. And then... 
Praise the Lord. By the way, that three-word um, phrase, praise the Lord, is captured in one word. That one word is hallelujah. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. I'm Rob Newton, Program Director for Walk in Truth with Pastor Michael Lance. I've been working with this ministry for nearly three years. I have to tell you, I'm so blessed the Lord has connected me with Pastor Michael and the entire staff at Living Truth Christian Fellowship. I've worked with quite a few ministries, and I'm going to be honest with you, I can be skeptical. Well, if I'm really honest, judgmental right off the bat because of my past experiences working with other ministries. I'd think, okay, they seem kind and loving. Let's see how long this lasts. Anyway, the point I'm making is that Pastor Michael and the entire staff, and I mean the entire staff, are wonderful people. Did you know before we end a staff meeting with prayer, we end it with making a list of people who need or are asking for prayer and pray for them too. I can go on and on about the staff, but time's ticking away. If you've been listening for some time, I want to let you know from my experience, Pastor Michael is a good man. He cares about the mission the Lord has placed before him. He loves his church, and he loves you. Why else would he speak the truth even when you don't want to hear it? This podcast exists because of him and the Lord's gift to him. We would love to expand this ministry to be on more radio stations, and we need your help to do it. Before we can add a radio station, we need our largest radio station airtime bill to be completely funded by listeners like you. That price per year is $44,500 a year. Now let's get transparent. Walk in Truth has been on the air since 2012 thanks to our church. Last year, 16 listeners outside our church collectively gave nearly $1,500. We were so grateful and excited to see growth. I mean, really excited. This year, in all its uncertainty, has surprised us and given us so much hope. So far, 191 listeners have collectively given nearly $11,000. It's amazing, right? We would love your help and support to raise the remaining $33,500. Monthly partnership is what we need. Can you commit to giving at least $1 a month? We have a lot of podcast listeners, and if even half commit between $1 and $5, we will make our goal. If everyone thinks, well, others will give that $1 a month, I don't need to then most won't give. Your monthly partnership is needed. If you're a new listener, please only help by praying for our ministry and its mission to equip people with God's truth. But if you've listened for some time and you're starting to see Walk in Truth as I do, please commit to giving $1 to $5 a month. Or if you're already a monthly partner, upping your gift by $5. Please visit walkintruth.com today to give your tax-deductible donation. That's walkintruth.com. And thank you. We'd love to see who's listening, so please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walkin' Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walkin' Truth. Forever, and once again we get what? Amen and amen. Book 4, Psalms 90 through 106, go all the way to Psalms, Psalm 106, is anonymous. Authors we don't really know. But let's take a look at, once again, how it ends. Psalm 106, we're going to move all the way to verses 47 and 48. Kind of a cry to God, benediction, save us. 47, O Lord our God. Psalm 106, 47. Gather us from among the nations to give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. Whenever you see Lord all capped there, see that? L-O-R-D there, that's Yahweh. That's the tetragammaton. It's the four letters. So whenever you see Lord capitalized, it's actually Y-H-V-H or Y-H-W-H. This is where we get the idea of Yahweh or Yahweh. 
We don't know exactly what the vowels would be because we only have the consonants. But whenever you see Lord with a capital L-O-R-D, it's going to be Adon or Adonai. That's the word for Lord. But whenever it's all capped, it's Yahweh. So you're reading your Bible? See Lord in all caps, you know that's the divine name right there. It's, that's the name of the Lord. It's all capped because we know for sure that's God's name. Sometimes Lord is used of humans. So it might not be the Lord. Everybody with me? But Lord all capped is the divine name. So you know that's the Lord or God himself. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. And then, praise the Lord. By the way, that three word um, phrase, praise the Lord, is captured in one word. That one word is hallelujah. So whenever you say hallelujah, it just simply means praise the Lord. So if you sing a song and the song says hallelujah, that's just another way of saying praise the Lord or praise ye the Lord. And then finally, the last division, book five, Psalms 107 through 150, by David and other anonymous authors, takes us to the very end of the Psalter, or the Book of Psalms, also known as the Psalter, with a very famous uh, Psalm 150, just six verses that conclude the Book of Psalms, but notice how it ends. It says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, and then once again, let me hear you, praise the Lord. Now that's just a quick overview of the book of Psalms all the way back to Psalm chapter 1. Now we have done several studies in the Psalms which are on our website and available on our app. All you got to do is look for the logo that says Psalms and we're going to work on a, something that's an overarching thing called Medicine for the Souls. And I'm going to be picking out selected Psalms as we move on. I believe that this is something we need. We've been hearing a lot of hard truth. We go through a lot of tough stuff. We just finished the book of Ezra, right? And uh, you guys love truth. You come here hungry. But I just had a sense that you might need some medicine. Anybody out there, you need a little bit of medicine? I mean, it's tough, crazy times out there. I, I know a lot of people are scared and uptight and wondering what's next. And there's anxiousness. And, and so I wanted to give you this blessed opening psalm tonight. Opening with Psalm 1-1. How blessed is the man. The Hebrew word could just mean the person who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Now, some have said that if you read the opening of any book of the Bible, you're going to get kind of a trajectory of that book. Like the opening chapter of Proverbs will tell you what Proverbs are, what they represent, how they're defined. Psalm chapter 1, it's been said, gives you a trajectory for the overall flavor of the Psalms. It tells you that if you stay in the book of Psalms, and for that matter, of course, your whole Bible, you will be a blessed person. You will be blessed because you'll be walking not in the counsel of the wicked. You won't be following their counsel, their path. You'll be following the counsel of God. The word blessed in Hebrew is ashar. If you want it, it's A-S-H-A-R, ashar. The word blessed means happiness, blessedness. Vines defines this word ashar as a state of prosperity. 
as when a superior bestows favor upon you. The Hebrew word picture literally means fire on the head. Let me explain. When you hear me say Hebrew word pictures, when Moses originally wrote Hebrew, and remember we're moving from left, so we're moving from right to left, not left to right. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, they were, it was written originally in pictures. So you know how Chinese is written in symbols? Well, that's kind of the idea. So oftentimes when you look at a word picture in Hebrew, you'll just have a couple of symbols that will give you the word. And this word originally, as written by Moses, showed fire on somebody's head. That's what I'm talking about when I say fire on the head in the original picture. Now, where in the Bible do we see fire on people's heads? In Acts chapter 2. And what's happening there? The Holy Spirit is coming upon God's people and endowing them with power. And Jesus said, wait until the Spirit comes and you are endowed with power from on high. So fire on the head speaks of God's presence. Now, it could take, be taken other ways. Uh, for example, we're told in the book of Romans that uh, if you pay your enemy back with kindness instead of uh, you know, anger or wrath, you'll, it's like burning coals upon his head. So fire on the head could be seen different ways, but here fire on the head, we'll take it as a positive, representing the presence and the power of God. Amen? This is what it means to be blessed. It's not just that things worked out for you. Because sometimes we hear people get interviewed and they say, I'm blessed, I'm so blessed. And we know what they mean, but they may not know the Lord. The Lord is the one who gives the blessing. He imparts the power. He, it's his presence that blesses me. So fire in the head can symbolize both the presence of God and, this writer says, it can also have the idea of facing uncomfortable realities of life with God's presence there. This is James 1.12. Just write it down for your notes. James 1.12. Maybe if you write in your Bible, just write it right next to verse 1. Blessed is a man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, James 1.12, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. This is the idea of adversity. So blessing is not always everything is going great and I'm sensing the power of God as I tiptoe through the tulips and watch the rainbows and the birds flying and, and, and hear the, the, the beautiful songs. No, it, it also can be, blessing can also come as you persevere under the heat of trials. Everybody with me? Back to the word picture, fire on the head or a shark. You've been listening to How Blessed, Part 1 on Walk in Truth, Pastor Michael's teaching in Psalm 1. Remember, if you missed any part of today's program, you can listen on the Living Truth app or wherever you get your podcasts. Michael Lance is the senior pastor of Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California. If you live in Southern California, we would love it if you joined us for one of our church services, Bible studies, or any of the many events we do throughout the year. Stay up to date by downloading the Living Truth app. The Living Truth app is the one with the red logo with the pillars. If you're not in Southern California, we invite you to subscribe to the Living Truth Christian Fellowship YouTube channel, where you can watch Pastor Michael's messages live on Sunday mornings. Visit walkintruth.com to learn more. Now, here's Pastor Michael. Well, the opening chapter of the Psalter, the book of Psalms, 
talks about how a person can be blessed. How blessed. You know, uh, we all want to have a blessed life, right? And it, we have every blessing, every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus in the new covenant. But I'll tell you, blessing and overflowing in blessings not automatic. And here's what I'm saying. You need to get into the word of God because when you open the word of God, the blessings come out. You see, you get more blessed. You get more stable. You get more uh, depth in your walk. So even though you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus, when you open his word, he pours out more blessing, more uh, contentment, more of his eyes, his heart. That's what this is all about. And we're grateful to be in the book of Psalms, and we're grateful to be sharing with you on Walk in Truth. And uh, we're entering into a new chapter ourselves, and I say that in the book of Psalms, but also in looking at 2021. And our team is excited about what God is doing. We have thousands of people listening on radio and on podcasts. The podcast listens are going up and up. We have more people partnering with us, but we could use more partners. Because I'll tell you, we would love to see this program go on radio stations all over the nation. And we have some opportunities right now, actually some stations that have been saying, we'd love Walk in Truth to join us. And we need more partners And we thank you for praying for us, considering giving to us. And you can do that at walkintruth.com. And join us next week for part two of Pastor Michael's teaching in Psalm 1 called How Blessed. I'm Mike Massaro. Hey, have a great weekend. And thanks for listening to Walk in Truth. Our goal is to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.